Hello and welcome to End Goals, an LCMS Youth Ministry podcast. I'm host Reverend Mark Kiesling and I'm with DCE Juliana Schultz. We are here to bring parents, church workers, and lay leaders discussions and resources to help your youth ministry meet its end goal, which is young people who are disciples of Jesus Christ for life. Today, we focus on components of the LCMS Youth Gathering, including district coordinators and the benefits of working with the Lutheran Church Extension Fund. We are so excited that by the time you are listening to this, many of you will already be sending in your registration paperwork. This is always a really exciting time because we we pray often for uh, those who are going to come to the gathering, uh, for the adult leaders, for the youth. And our planning team is thinking about um, who might be with us in Houston, all the way back to the theme uh, meeting. Mm -hmm. We're talking about who Mm -hmm. might be with us. And now we get to put names and churches (laughs) uh, to those prayers. And so this is a a really exciting, it is as exciting for us, maybe more exciting for us than it is for you guys. It is great. And we know many of you are asking a lot of questions about COVID-19 and we totally understand that and is in front of all of our thinking as we plan for next July. And the first thing we want to assure everyone is that we are connecting within the city of Houston, certainly our planning team, and many other experts in trying to navigate how to make the gathering as safe as possible. So, you know, we feel we got this opportunity to observe what's going on at other events, certainly getting response from them, again, medical experts too. So we have taken what uh, we do and and know well and put it together on our website and certainly things we don't know too, that we're taking a little bit of time moving ahead as well. I want to be transparent about that as much as possible. Rather than talk about it all through here, we just want you to take a look at the website, read more about the COVID-19 frequently asked questions, and feel free to share those with parents or other adults in your congregation. We'll continue to update those too as we know more information. So lcmsgathering.com, go frequently. We update it all the time with new information and we'll continue to put new pieces up there as we can. And in that same vein, we want you to remind you that it's important that as you make plans, that you're also considering good risk management. If you want to hear more about full risk management, we've Mm -hmm, talked about mm -hmm. it in several other episodes, but we want all of our adult leaders to make sure that they're going through background. So uh, we have links there. We have encouragement to be able to go and do that. All of our volunteers will go Go through background checks as well. We also know that we will post medical and release forms that every participant should be filling out. Adult leaders should plan on having copies of these uh, in case there's some kind of injury or there's a need to seek care of some kind. Finally, a quick reminder that you should know what your church's policy is on travel and hotel rooms with minors. Our office does not have a standard policy mm-hmm. on things like how many hotel rooms you should have based on your group. Uh, so we can't tell you what those things are. In fact, we need you to kind of check out your church's policy and follow uh, those guidelines as you uh, make your plans for coming to Houston. Today, we're going to introduce you to two people you're going to want to know for the 2022 Youth Gathering. The first is Scott Gunther. Scott is a rostered Lutheran teacher who taught in Lutheran high schools for 15 years and then served as director of youth ministries for another 15. Now he serves as the director of digital ministries at Messiah in Lincoln, Nebraska. He also serves on our planning team as the manager of the district coordinators. Welcome, Scott. It's so good to have you on the podcast, and thanks for all you're doing with our district coordinators. Now, people may or may not be familiar with the fact that the Synod is broken up into 35 districts, and almost all of these have an appointed district coordinator. So tell us, what is a district coordinator? So a district coordinator, really to sum it up into one sentence, is your go-to person for all your gathering questions. When you when you think about how many people are heading to the gathering every summer, it'd be crazy to have them all send their questions to a single person or a single few people 
say, the, the youth ministry office in St. Louis. And it just makes a lot better sense to break that up into smaller groups for someone that kind of lives near them or is in a congregation that they may already have a relationship. So if I'm planning on bringing a group to the gathering, how might a district coordinator help me in my preparation process? Well, one of the benefits of, of reaching out to that district coordinator is that almost all of them have already been on site in Houston this past summer. Uh, we gathered there for our training time, and they've had a chance to, to see some of the places where the gathering is going to be taking place. They actually have been in Zoom meetings since February talking about the gathering, and they've been connecting with gathering planners in the Synod office. And so, so really, they, they've got a jump start on you, and they've got more information than you have at this time. Uh, they also, uh, it's just, they can connect you, either they are an experienced youth leader, or they can connect you with one nearby and that is probably the most valuable resource that district coordinators can provide for you. They've got all kinds of tips regarding transportation, uh, finances, uh, the logistics of taking youth to another city, and some of the details of what to expect at a gathering. So I just feel like they're, they're probably your number one most valuable resource as you prepare to take a group to the gathering. Just by and large, they're just great people. They really are. <laughs> as I've gotten to know a lot of these people, and some I know as well as one is my college roommate from back in the awesome. 80s at Concordia and Arbor. <laughs> Others I just met for the first time, and they are. They just they just want to help people have a great yeah. gathering experience. It's been unique, I think, with, like you said, so we normally would have done a large train early in the process, but we did over Zoom instead because we had to cancel early on, so then got together later. But it's been fun to get to know them over Zoom just kind of as time's gone by. So they're just a fun group of folks. And like you said, Scott, helpful, just helpful, hospitable people who would help. And I love how you talked about it. It helps network closer back to the local congregation as well to build those relationships for when you're prepping and when you go back home as well. So there are some specific things that coordinators do as well. A lot of districts have what they call a district event that happens at the gathering. Why do we offer these events and what kind of events do districts offer at the youth gathering? Well, when you get to the gathering, when you're, you're talking over 20,000 people there, it's wonderful to see how large our, our church body can be, but it's also comforting to spend just a little bit of time gathered together with those that you may encounter at other times. Being in the Nebraska district, we have a fairly regular every few middle school and high school gatherings. There's congregations that get together for things within their circuits. And so it, it's just an opportunity at the district event is to, to kind of gather with those that you're maybe a little bit closer to and to find out about some of those things that happen closer to home in years where there isn't a gathering. Uh, the events are, are whatever the district coordinator uh, decides to go with. And, and usually they try to have some type of flavor of the city that we're in. And by flavor, I mean meal. A number <laughs> of the events are just a meal. They find a great restaurant nearby. They get in some, I, I'm sure we'll have, you know, some Tex-Mex, some barbecue happening. I know that's taking place at a few of the district events. There's a couple of them that are heading out to a Texas nightclub in the afternoon. And it's got all the Texas feel to it. It's got the line dancing. It has got the mechanical bull. It has got the axe throwing in the back. They've even got a longhorn steer out front that gets going to have a picture with. And, 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 and this year, something new is that we've been able to connect with the servant event team 
And, and some of our district events are actually going to do servant events, to, which is a tremendous opportunity. One of our, our districts, the English district, which is not a geographic district, but they're spread out over a number of provinces and states. This is a great opportunity for them to, to spend some time close together, serving, having a meal and, and getting to know one another a little bit better. It is fantastic for our young people to be able to see not just you know the hugeness of of their church body at the gathering, but also to be able to know that there is a group of young people who are closer to home, right? Who are who are you know, well, if you're non-geographic, this isn't true. <laughs> but if you're geographic, uh, within driving distance for the most part, some of our geographic districts are a little big for that. But and. Sometimes they even get to wear T-shirts, which is super fun and uh, with inside jokes that some of us don't even get, which is was true than Nebraska shirt last time. But we also have a space on the interactive center floor we call the district zone where we want adult leaders to encourage their youth to come and, and check out this area to hear more about districts. What do we hope youth will experience in that district zone on the floor? Well, the zone was, we just kind of came up with that last gathering for the first time and and in the past, districts would would host a booth, which was nice, but they were kind of spread out. And we we gathered together as district coordinators a few years back, and we kind of said, "Let's." The goal is is to help teach our youth about how the synod is organized, to teach them about these districts, what they you know how many they are, and 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 why we have them. And so we brought all the districts together in this zone area. And, and kind of arrange them in, in, in regions so that as, as youth walk through the zone, they will encounter uh, a few different things that they can do for fun, uh, you know, karaoke, photo booths, but they'll also have an opportunity to, to see each district represented by someone standing at a standing table and, uh, and get a chance to talk to somebody from other districts, other parts of the country they don't get to see. That was really the highlight for me as a district coordinator last gathering was to be able to stand there at the Nebraska district table and chat with kids from all over the country and just ask them to and find out, what do you know about Nebraska? What do you think Nebraska's like? <laughs> and it was very, very interesting. And to hear from them, what is your church like? What is the area you live in like? And just to make those connections. So I think, I think that zone is, again, to give kids a better picture of what, how our synod is organized and, and to make connections around the, the country and around the world. I love the activity that's in that area of the young people themselves, but also the coordinators getting connect, adult leaders too. It's always a fun space to, like you said, get to learn more about the church and how we how we work together, but then also get to to share uh, stories from across the country as well. We got people listening, or maybe might may, may not be familiar with district coordinator process. Tell us a little bit. How do we find our district coordinator? How do we connect with them and get information from them? We have made that very easy this year. So if you head to the gathering website. And that's lcmsgathering.com. You will find in the main menu a link for district coordinators. Click on that, and we've got pictures of all the coordinators and their emails. There are a couple of districts that do not have coordinators. And so my email is there, and I'm at the disposal of those districts, happy to help and, and happy to answer any of their questions and to, uh, to connect them with the resources that they need. 
fantastic. We really do encourage everybody, if they have questions, if they just want to talk out what the gathering experience could look like, make sure that they're doing the right things. Scissor coordinators are just in a, a great resource for them. But Scott, you've done at a lot of gatherings now, helped lead, lead a lot of this. If you could give one word of encouragement to adult leaders who are preparing for the gathering, what would it be? That was challenging. It's hard to to boil the gathering experience down into just one one word of encouragement or one one valuable word. But I I think after I after I was thinking more about it, teamwork is what I came up with. I have I have a lot of experience taking groups to the gathering. The largest group I ever took was seventy seven, and that trip never would have survived without teamwork, <laughs> <laughs> without the great adults that came along my side to help me with that. And also the other congregations, large congregations I was able to connect with mm. to, to find out how do we do this as a large church? I've also gone as part of a small congregation. And so still teamwork is so important. And, and I know many, many congregations are, are led by a volunteer leader that's taking them. And so reach out to your coordinator, connect on social media. Most districts have a Facebook group. And then there's the national one for, for youth leaders and, and those that are taking groups. Just get connected with other people that have done this before, and it'll go a lot smoother than if you try to do it all on your own. Well, Scott, thanks for talking with us and thanks for helping prepare the team of district coordinators who are helping support our gathering. We're excited uh, to see all those district coordinators in the district zone here very soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me today. Next, we're going to introduce you to Rahema Kavuga. Rahema is the Synod Relations Manager for Lutheran Church Extension Fund. She is originally from Houston and is a rostered Lutheran teacher who attended Concordia in Nebraska. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, Rahema, thanks for being with us. So for those who don't know, what is the Lutheran Church Extension Fund or LCEF? Yeah, so Lutheran Church Extension Fund functions as the financial arm for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. We um, serve in four buckets of investments. We provide loans for schools, churches, and recognized service organizations, as well as home loans for rostered church workers. We have a ministry support team that goes to work with churches and organizations through capital campaigns and vision, mission, and clarity. And then finally, um, we just started into real estate, so helping churches with grounds um, that they are thinking about selling or buying or have inherited through a member in their congregation and just how to be fruitful with that. LCEF does a lot of fantastic things, include, including hoard, holding my mortgage. Uh, uh, but they're, and they're a great partner for the gathering in many ways. And in particular, you offer a couple of resources, the bank and LCEF cards. Can you tell us more about those? Yeah, LCEF has been so fortunate to work with the Youth Ministry Office for a long time. Um, we've provided what's traditionally been known as the bank during the gathering. So as you would enter into a traditional bank. We were doing cash exchanges and, you know, all of those types of things, as well as Visa debit cards that were preloaded for participants. We're really excited this year as we kind of come out of the pandemic and continue to live in, in this world of COVID. We are going to be a card only 
place. So we will have Visa debit cards that youth groups can order for the youth participants. And those will be preloaded and you can use that throughout the gathering. What you'll find at Houston is that a lot of the places that you go to, they actually prefer that more than cash. And so we just made that decision as we see that happening across the board to really just function as a place for cards and people being able to purchase them before the gathering. Our youth probably won't know what a traveler check is. That was a big piece of business like 20, 30 years ago. Like you bring your traveler checks to the bank and get your cash to be able to, oh yeah. It's times Yeah, you can function now without writing a check at all, let alone a traveler's check. I I do want to talk about one one, I guess, detail about the Mm -hmm. cards. We've been blessed in the gathering. Like we're so thankful for LCF's partnership that we use those now for our planners and just for meals and things like that. It's been a huge convenience for us as well as a great stewardship. I just want to clarify when you talk about that for churches, when will they actually get the cards? Um, Yeah, that's a great question. So you'll receive the cards when you arrive in Houston and we will be there nice and early along with the registration crew. So know that you can, you can travel, get there a few days early I know some groups are coming early to check out NASA or the zoo or Galveston. And so as soon as registrations open, we will have the exact same hours. So you can pick up your cards there. They'll be able to be used throughout the gathering and they will still work for a week after the gathering. So it helps you make sure you get home as well. And then the neat thing about it is on that cutoff date, those cards automatically turn off. And so you don't have to worry about um, calling a number or anything like that. Your participant, your youth and your group actually get to keep the card as a souvenir. They're specially designed to go with the youth gathering logo as well. And whatever funds are left on the remaining balance goes back into your youth's account, into your church youth's account, which is a great blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. As a youth leader, thinking about how to manage the food (laughs) and and coordinating that with kids that want different kinds of things, the the ability to be able to get each person their own card with the the right amount of money and know that if they don't spend it, it's coming back to you. Mm -hmm. It's such a huge... uh, huge weight off. And so would really suggest people think about um, getting these cards for these groups. One of the other things that we can do is help with payments to and your registration payments through an LCEF account. What do people need to do uh, to make their payments this way? Yeah, that's a great question. So what's really important to start this process is that a church youth group needs to open a steward account, which um, you can open at any time. So you could give us a call even today and we can get that set up for you. And then when you um, start through the registration process, you'll actually see a spot that you can mark to use your LCF account to make that payment. And you simply um, write the account number and then provide the signature as you will going through the registration process. And then on the back end, we work with the youth ministry office to make sure those uh, payments go through. So it's really nice and easy, really important uh, to make sure that the authorized signature or authorized signer on the account provides that information. But many of you will have additional adult leaders who will be traveling and you'll have a form to let us know who they are. So we know that we can work with them if there's an issue with your card while you're at the gathering. 
Yeah, we really try to make that payment process with LCF counts as, as simple as possible because, again, it's a great resource and opportunity for congregations. I want to ask one clarifying question. I know we've talked about this off uh, air before. Mm-hmm. You might get the question about, okay, our church likes to do local banking in our, our local community. Can a church have like a local account plus have like an LCF account for, say, specifically youth ministry or specific accounts that they'd be able to open that up with you? Yeah, exactly. So what we encourage is, first of all, check if your church already has a steward account. They might already have that that they're using using for their general funds because LCF does offer online giving. So many of our churches use us as their online giving platform. But then uh, if you have one, then you could simply call and create a specific account kind of an offshoot of your main account just for the youth so you know certain things are funneled there. Or if your church doesn't have an account, again, simply give us a call and you can open one that's specifically for the gathering. And what's neat about this account is that it is an investment. So at the end of the gathering, those funds that are left on the card that go back into that account, they continue to grow interest over the next three years until the 2025 gathering, which I know we're not even thinking about yet. (laughs) We need to get through 2022. But I've even said to some groups, whether it's the gathering in 2025 or maybe it's your next mission chip in 2023 that you already have some funds and can start kind of that pot of uh, pot of money for the next trip that's there. And again, it's an investment, so you're gaining some interest and in helping the church at large. We love how uh, how you've made these accounts just so accessible, easy. I know working with people in, at LCEF and have are really easy to work with, great customer service, being able to navigate and have uh, this sort of account available for you to put your money into budget with makes a lot of things a lot of sm- a lot smoother. But you also have some programs that encourage young leaders. Tell us a little bit about internships and other programs that are coming out of LCEF. Yeah, thanks. So LCEF is a big proponent of all of our church workers, whether you're a pastor, a DCE, a youth leader, um, a teacher as myself. And so we've been and working really hard to make sure that we are providing resources specifically to those church workers. So recently, we actually opened up an investment um, account just called the Church Worker Steward account that has a great rate. It offers a ton of bonuses, some free giveaways, and a lot of other things that are to come, and really to foster um, that sense of financial health and for the future of our church workers. So we're really excited for that. And then we do internships during the summer. So we have students, college students that come and work with us. And then I'm really excited as a Nebraska graduate, I get to work with all the Concordias. And we do some student internship programs at the Berries Concordias through the school year. And so we've been fortunate to work with Concordia Nebraska, Concordia Chicago, and soon we'll be working with Concordia Mequon. Awesome. So many ways that LCF invests in young people and young leaders in our churches. So thankful for that. Rahim, I want to give you a chance here. If you could just give one word of encouragement to adult leaders who are preparing for the gathering, what would it be? Yeah, that's a loaded question. I mean, there's so many things. I, I'm going to say two things. The first is don't be afraid to ask a question. You don't have to figure it all out. I, I know in speaking with the youth ministry office, we all, the complexity in particular of the 2022 gathering, but we're so excited for that. It's been great to be a part of those planning committee 
meetings, but it's different. So talk, talk to one another, beg, borrow, steal. It's all good, all in the name of Jesus as you navigate what it's going to look like for you and your group down in Houston. I think that is huge. And then the second thing that I've learned in working through the gathering on the planning side is that the gathering's also for you. I think to pause and pray for yourself, um, pray that the Lord speaks to you through the gathering and he will. I think you go there thinking about the, you know, 30 kids that you have to make sure don't die or, you know, all end up at the right hotel at the right time. But at the same time, every time I've been involved with the gathering, I've walked away spiritually fed in ways that I wasn't even expecting. And so be prepared for the spirit to work in your heart as an adult leader as well. Great words. Uh, we know God is is working powerfully through the gathering and also helping adult leaders bring all their kids back with all of their limbs. Yes. <laughs> I know I didn't say die. No one dies. No, no. one dies. We're always good. And it's going to be Houston. There'll be plenty of heat. Drink lots of water. (laughs) It'll be great. Well, thanks for being here and for sharing a little bit about LCEF. And we hope people are uh, connecting with you soon about how they can use those accounts and those those programs. Yeah, I would just share if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at lcef.org or feel free to check out our youth gathering page, which is lcef.org backslash YG22. And that's where we'll be posting all of our information, including the order forms for those debit cards. And that'll be coming out here soon. Well, we know, and we say it all the time, the gathering is more than a five-day event, that there's just so much preparation that goes on the front end. That is a blessing. The relationships that get built through that, as well as the time to recap the gathering afterwards and, and continue to celebrate with young people and the adults as they build relationships as well. And as Scott said, the gathering is also a huge effort of teamwork in our church body. And so we're so thankful for partners like Lutheran Church Extension Fund, our districts, our district coordinators, all those that invest in young people, you as adult leaders and in our churches to make the event what it is and that it is much more than those five days, but all that preparation, that time, the lessons that get learned, those relationships that get built. And for our staff and the hundreds of people that go into the planning process uh, for this, uh, we are incredibly grateful to those of you who are doing the sometimes far more important work, I would argue far more important work, (laughs) of the day-to-day, week-in, week-out ministry you have in your congregation and the parents and their work at home. As you prepare your groups now, know this isn't just a waiting time. This isn't just sort of uh, vamping until it's time for the gathering. Um, It's planning time, but it's also time for you to connect with your young people. It's a chance to spend time preparing uh, your hearts and minds for not just things like fundraising, but also being in God's word together, praying together and supporting each other. And the pieces that you're doing now aren't just uh, preparation, but they are great ministry and and as you will come out of the gathering, hopefully more good ministry will come out of that. Yeah, but certainly we want you to have those opportunities to make have those ministry moments to where if we can take care of some of the other stressors and part of the things that go into planning, we want to provide you all the information you need and certainly be asking those great questions on the Facebook group and other places and be sure to lean on other adults in your district, your district coordinators, other adults in the Facebook group where it might be as you plan as we are all here to support each other for the gathering, but beyond that as well into our day in day out ministry with young people. So some closing questions for you to consider. Do you know your district coordinator and are you connecting with them about district events and other supports they can provide? 
How might you utilize LCEF in your gathering preparation and at the gathering? And how can you start praying now for the youth and adults your church will bring and for the many volunteers and planners who are working to make the gathering a Christ-centered experience for everyone? We will continue to keep you in our prayers as you make preparations, but as you care for the young people in your church and know that we are here to partner with you, to team with you as we prepare for the gathering. Engels Podcast is a production of LCMS Youth Ministry and KFUO Radio. To find out more about LCMS Youth Ministry or to find links to resources mentioned, go to kfuo.org slash youth ministry. Thank you for listening and caring for the young people of our church.